Wardcast episode 209. Go! Go! I'm Dilavento, and today I'm joined by Nelson Johnson. That's me. Alex Damrath. And Miracle Land. And Joe Wetmore. In the digital flesh. Or Miracle Land. What? Alex the Kid. Oh. Oh. Old, old oh, Sega game. Oh, yeah. Digital mm-hmm. flesh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that in that mini, the, the, the Genesis, Genesis Classic? Mini? Maybe? Or, I think it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think there's an Alex the Kid game in there. Probably. Dylan, you're in a video game. Am I? Do you know that? No. There's oh. This game called Control. Oh. What? Yeah. Oh, is it just a bald dude? We'll get to that. Okay. <laughs> um, You're in a video game. You know WWE 2K20 <laughs> as Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's oh. you, right? <laughs> Not Chris Jericho? Yeah. And, and, a little bubbly. <laughs> I'm very glad you saw that and appreciate it the same that's way all, I it's do. It's on Russia, uh, wrestling Twitter. Also Russian Twitter. Also Russian. Yeah. The Russians love it. <laughs> they love champagne. <laughs> a little bit of the bubbly. A little bit of the bubbly. It's so good. It's so seen good. That, there's that Bart Simpson meme yeah, where he has all the megaphones. Uh, <laughs> I saw you post it. Yeah. <laughs> It was good. Uh, I, I didn't get the joke, but I thought it was funny anyway. Yeah. I do really yeah. appreciate Chris Jericho's ability to to make things go viral. So just what happened? by being weird. He so, lost his belt and then no. he got it back? So two things. One, he is the first ever All Elite Wrestling world champion. That's the first thing. Hooray. So he got the championship belt. Uh-huh. And then he was like, because he's a bad guy, he's like, why is nobody celebrating? I guess I'll pour myself. A little bit of the bubbly. And it was and that became a whole thing. And then it got stolen. And so they had to track it down. Oh my God. And then it came back. And like I don't know how they got it back, but it got stolen and then they they got the championship belt back. Yeah. I think I think wrestling culture is just prime for memification, just you know a hundred percent. I mean Macho Man himself is Shout out to at Wrestling Gifts on uh on Twitter. Okay. Uh very good account. Yeah. Very fun. I like it. Good time. Cream of the crop. Well, uh, speaking of wrestling, please wrestling, uh, betting, fighting. Here, here's what, here, where we get. That's yeah, where we go. Fighting, fighting yep. games. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Smash Party Brothers. Games. Money. Yes. Wait, real, real Smash money. isn't a fighting game. Hey, I'm kidding. Get I'm out. kidding. I'm get kidding. Out. I had get to be out. that one shitty fighting game fan. <laughs> I did see a very good tweet where it's like Smash players like. Smash is a real fighting game. Also, Smash players. Who's Terry Bogard? Oh no! Yeah, that's that's a problem. Pretty pretty disappointing, honestly. That's... Even having seen Terry Bogard's best movie of all time, right? Uh, track uh, mode. Check out the latest track mode episode where we I'm, cover. I can't wait. Fatal Fury: Legend of the Hungry Wolf. Did you I talk about how weird uh, Mai's boob jiggling is? Or is that in a different Fatal Fury movie? Is that so? Is that in one of the? Oh, it's so, definitely in one of those. Okay. Wait, I was my my ninja. I don't ninja think that's she, in love with Andy. Is she in oh. the Fatal Fury movies? Because I thought she's, she's a, not yeah. the fighters character. She's not in the first. She's one. not in Fatal Fury games. She's here's the fucked up thing. SNK just couldn't decide how many fighting game franchises they wanted. It's weird, yeah, right? They have because, a lot. Because it's Art of Fighting. Yes. They did yes, Art of Fighting. Yes. Right? yes. And then Fatal Fury, King of Fighters. Those are the only three I know. Samurai Showdown? Oh, I thought that was Samurai. Yeah. yeah. Samurai Showdown. Yeah. And then what's the one with the girls? Oh, uh, SNK uh, Heroines? SNK oh. Heroines, no. yeah. Same Sorry. thing. Same thing. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Uh, Well, I would like to make somewhat of a case for my 
being that she comes from King of Fighters, which, if you really look at it, is like one of the least fan servicey fighting games. Pretty, like <laughs> the face Nelson is line making up right the now. female characters, ah, and she's the one that is exposed a whole lot. I don't I think mean, we need to defend this. I don't think this is I'm a discussion. I'm not going to defend her, this but is not, this I is not think a, King of Fighters is pretty good on the whole. I don't think anyone was dissing King of Fighters. I've no, never played it. I right. just wanted to... Okay. I diss King of I Fighters. Will say, I will say one thing. I okay. think King of Fighters has has an appreciation for the human form and its muscliness. Yeah, I think, okay. I think that... I think when they get, like, gross is... Or when they don't get gross, it's like, you have Vice and Mature, and they're in full suits. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, so mature, uh, King. Sure. King. King is the... King, King is fucking rad. Uh, King is Kula the Muay Thai one. is in a full body suit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's the school girl? And then it's like Leona, and then she's just got abs out. We can talk about literally like, anything yeah. else. Uh, what? A... Th- Athena's got like a skirt down to her knees. She's like, I mean, everything's pretty good, I think, in King of I Fighters. Guess. But, so, yeah. a new um, Smash Brothers character was announced. Oh, what? Yeah. yeah. Um, Is that what we're talking about, Smash Brothers? Fortunately, I got that episode the day of. <laughs> I did that. I'm really <laughs> happy that worked out. Because yeah. they leaked it, or they didn't leak it. They announced that they were doing a direct, like, on the Wednesday. Day. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, okay. Yeah. Gotta get this out. Um, so, we have a little betting pool going, but first, we need to talk about Alex. Alex, uh, Sent me his 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 list of of bets placed. I etched mine into stone. How many yeah. Genos? None. Good. Zero Genos. <laughs> Genos not coming to Smash. Mine was neither, neither is Sans. Turns out. <laughs> um. All right. Uh, Alex's bet. He let's let's go now. All right. So he put one point down for Monster Hunter at five to one odds. One point down and one to Red. At 15 to one boy. Fifteen mm-hmm, to one mm-hmm. odds. There are two boys on here that I don't think are making it, but I gotta rep them. And that's one of them. Minecraft Steve, you put a point down at eight to one odds. Doom Guy, you put a point down at nine to one odds. This next one, interesting. Uh, Arlay Nadje, Nadhe. How do you pronounce Ar- her name? Arl Arl Naja, I think. Arl Naja. Okay. Pronounced. Who's a Puyo Puyo Tetris character? No. Right. Um, and uh, supposedly, according to some leaks, a definite. But I don't know. I right. Just, I thought it was funny enough. I put the I odds pretty it. low for that, just because yeah. like you were going in with. With new knowledge that we yeah. did not have, so but yeah. also Fiend. it's just like a random ass 4chan leaker and sure. a character that I don't think is going to. Well, make where it. did the leak for Terry originally come from? Uh, is he like a Reddit freak? Or... Oh, oh, started. Yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, no, 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 no. Actually, okay. There was one thing that kind of exploded in the leak scene way, way back. Someone said Terry Bogard and Ryu Hayabusa. For the next two. Who's that? Ninja Gaiden. Oh. And so, That'd be cool. And then, like, uh, now that Terry's out, people are, like, like freaking out about it. Like, is Ryu it? Is Ryu like, the next is one? Is Ryu the next one? No, um, Nelson, question. If, and I know, ours are locked, but if Ryu Hayabusa made it into Smash, would that have counted as a fighting game character? No, no, because it's Ninja, Ninja Gaiden first. Ninja Gaiden's an yeah. action game, Ninja but Gaiden's... he is in Dead or Alive. Yeah, I'm not. No, no. okay. No. All right. I think cool. he reps Ninja Gaiden. Yeah, that would be okay. like cool. saying cool. Uh, cool. Uh, Ezio is a fighting game character because he's been in Soul Calibur or whatever. Is Cody right. a fighting game character then? Because he's there's Cody. Cody from Cody Fatal... Rose. Final Fight. Yeah, Final Fight's a fighting game. Final Fight's a got fight in it. Yeah, you know what? Can't, <laughs> I can't, really I can't it. argue that. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, Arnaja, I went with it. I just figured, what the hell? It's okay. funny. Four to one odds, yeah. one point down. And 
generic FPS character. I think it's high time an FPS character gets a rep in Smash. If if Sakurai is true to his word about making it like a like a history of games collection, sure. I think he's got to put an FPS character in there at some point. You put you put uh, Doom Guy down. Is that your preferred FPS? Well, since he's sort of like not the de facto origin, but sure. the most iconic you don't origin. Want BJ Blazkowicz. <laughs> I just think okay. Oh, his daughters as Echo Fighters. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. <laughs> I, I think uh, Doom Guy has a little more uh, cultural relevancy. That's uh, that's than BJ. Fair. Yeah. You're right. You're and right. The beach. The beach. Never mind. The that's, Rock that's other Doom news. Guy. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, mm. definitely need and definitely need one of the skins to just be Rock's version. Yeah. Uh, then you put one point down or FPS character nine one odds. Yeah. Uh, point down for a Sony IP at thirteen one odds. One yeah. point down for a Nintendo IP at one to five odds. A point down for third-party IP at 1 to 10 odds, and a point down for quote from Cave Story, 25 to 1 odds. Yeah. Which, comparing that to the Sans odds, I feel like either I put the Sans odds too high or I put the quote odds way too low. I feel like you might have put the quote odds too low. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, uh, that's my other boy that I'm repping. That's probably not going to make it. What up, bitchy boy? Quote. By golly, if quote makes it in. I just think I can just picture it now. Where Sakurai is like talking about like you know we're doing a little more indie representation this time around. Sure, we got a shovel knight assist trophy. We got Sans the Me Gunner costume. Tie time. We brought in the most iconic, the original, the first indie game Brave. icon. <laughs> Shut the hell up, Gomez from <laughs> Fez. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I want I want quote in there, and I want so far as like as soon as I started thinking about it, I wrote up like an entire shared it with the, with the chat. Here is yeah, what that I was think quotes move set will be. I I you went put hard a character onto portrait that. in there. Yeah, like I was. I'm stoked about quote peeing and smash. He's not going to make it, but I wanted to be. And here's the thing: we did want to uh, come up with a little uh, side wager for this, did we not, Dylan? Oh right. What yeah. was it again? I forgot. Uh, so if quote makes it in, uh huh. And let's say uh, up to some discretion, but uh, some of my theoretical move list is correct okay your firstborn uh, son <laughs> sacrificed uh, on a stone altar to <laughs> on the ward cast uh and and we'll write this out later so you have like the script but something about how i am always right and monster hunter is a good game ew yep. yeah um all right so let's, cl- <laughs> let's clarify the side wager quote has to be an official playable character yes, yes. Can, not a, i won't that's I not won't. a me costume not a me costume not a trophy not an assist right. trophy not a spirit not an echo fighter not well echo well, fighter would count they're okay not, and they're not going to make him an echo he fighter, would be, he would be a regular character still yeah uh, all I, the dlc characters are pretty I, I will accept this this wager okay i will i will read whatever um prompt you give me given that it doesn't whatever have any propaganda t- terrible language in it of course yeah. not if i win all right wait wait <laughs> You realize my odds of winning this are like super low, right? He does. This can't be. He does. Continue, Dylan. <laughs> if I win, I get to call you out every time you mispronounce a word. Yes. <laughs> that's <sighs> fucked up. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> all right. All right. I feel like how, okay. that's a little. Uh, once an episode. I feel like you're taking advantage <laughs> of me here. It's pronounced son, not sans. It's not. It's very much not. You should I think agree if to we this. do that, I'm just going to intentionally pre- mispronounce a lot of words. <laughs> oh, that, that's so fun. 
It's just so one episode at the end of the every year. like couple of seconds. That's no fun. <laughs> huh. Whatever. I'll wipe that away. I'll do it. Whatever. Okay. All right. I, I think I think my odds are so low. Sure. That that there's nothing to be gained from you winning except for just pride. Yeah. So Terry Pogart. Terry Bogart is the new. Uh, uh, but we are agreeing. Character. On that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Handshake. Yeah. Well, listen to the handshake. Confirmed. Over the handshake confirmed. Handshake. We have witnesses. Hand- handshake confirmed. All right. You cool. got well, so that's, not, that's what a handshake sounds that's like, right? Bad Foley work Sorry. for a handshake. It turns out Dylan and I both have really slimy tentacles for arms. <laughs> uh, I don't like this. <laughs> um. Terry right. Bogart. So Terry Bogart. Terry Bogart is the. Uh, are you saying Bogart? I. It's Bogart. I might be yeah. accidentally saying Bogart. I think it's just, I know it's, it's Bogard. Weird. It's a weird. It's with a D. Humphrey Bogard. Yeah. What's no. the best way to fight a Bogart? Uh, what? Yeah. Uh, I don't yeah. Know. It's, it's like Harry and Andy Bogart, their best friend Joe Higashi, <laughs> played by Adult Link from Ocarina of Time. Uh, I'm sorry. What? What? I I'm listening. I'm. I didn't catch the train. What are we talking about now? Uh, I was just sort of going on about Terry's history. Oh, okay. Bit of it. He's uh, voiced by the Adult, adult Link. No, no, no. Uh, Terry. So Terry has two pals in art in art of not art of fighting, Fatal Fury yeah. and King of Fighters. Sure. Uh, his brother Andy Bogard. Oh no, we watched Joe. that movie. They didn't seem like pals. They and seemed like and his brother. They were th- that movie was a little bit like they hadn't like been hanging out for a uh, while. They so. had some freedom. They looked ready to like strangle each other. It, it, it probably I have never seen it, but Joe they probably and Joe and Andy got along pretty quickly after their first little tit. I mean, Joe you can Higashi, befriend someone named Joe. Joe Higashi in all of the games is voiced by Adult Link from Ocarina of Time. That's I think I mentioned that yeah. actually on the Track Point episode. Did you? Oh, okay, cool. I can catch it. He's um, got a good. Or maybe we talk about it afterwards. I don't know. He don't also know. voices one of the Dragon Quest hero. Uh, alternate palettes and smash with his ultimate. Mm. Yeah. It's it's funny because you can definitely hear like the like his his like grunts. He's got a, he's got a very distinct grunt and yeah. scream and and it's, yeah. What is he? He says like "Come on" when they introduce him and in his. Little Are you talking clip. about? Uh, Terry? Terry or Joe? Terry. Yeah. yeah. Terry. No, in the Smash, like, and when they introduce him. Yeah. Yeah. He goes, come, come on. on. I was oh like, my God. Why? why it's great. That's that's a fox. That's Fox's thing. No, what do you it's, it's not. It's Terry. It's really. It's, it's been Terry's Terry. Thing. So he's actually. Got, I think they probably gave it to Fox in Melee because yes. Sakurai is actually a huge uh, art, uh, Fatal SNK? Fury okay. fan. Yeah. Um. There's like a. I don't. It's not really like an urban legend. It's like straight up. He talks about it in an interview. He got inspired to make a fighting game that was like easy for everyone to pick up and play. Sure. Because he used to be like an arcade junkie, and he was really good at at Fatal Fury. And at one point, he just like thrashed some someone, and then like you know popped off. Looked behind at the at the opponent. I was like you know behind the cabinet, and it was just some kid, and he felt really bad. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like said this it was like some Iwata asked or something and like that's where like the idea for Smash Brothers wow. came from that's cool um, so yeah this is apparently I would assume a fairly big get for Sakurai I'm not yeah. sure how long he's been fighting for this but he, he's probably wanted Terry for a little while um, <laughs> yeah, we all? a decade I'm, plus I'm yeah. really really excited for everyone to experience everyone who hasn't already to experience Terry's unique brand of English it's, yeah, it's rough. so good I believe the three most famous lines are come on, which hey, he pronounced. Come on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, are you okay? Are you okay? It's and then I think it's Buster Wolf, right? Buster Wolf. Yeah. Yeah. It's fantastic. <laughs> huh. it's, it's so good. Of the most identifiable things in the SNK fighting games, it goes uh Terry's bad voice acting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Terry's long ponytail. 
It's so long. It's, it's very, very long. long. And then my. Mm, yeah. Okay. All right. Badding knuckle. It's with. <laughs> oh, it's, it's so good that they kept that though. That right? they kept the like we're gonna just like bring the voice lines over yes. as bad as they may be. That was because what it's I was, iconic. Yeah, and and when they showed his trailer and he has like the come out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm huh. so psyched. Which also, I think best trailer so far. The amount of that love. That was pretty yeah, good. The that amount of good. love put into that of like we're gonna have all of the use like new animations <laughs> and everything. Jumping he's at falling the envelope to his death so from good. the first Fatal Fury game. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. like into Tekken Seven. It's great. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's not my joke. I can't take credit for that. No, I saw the tweet. It was a good yeah, tweet. It was a good tweet. Um, so Terry's in. Yeah, confirmed. They haven't shown any gameplay, just his model. They just show him punch the they, ground. They yeah, showed yeah. like one. They were like, thing. we don't have a yeah, lot, okay. but here's just like a little bit. And now in development. The, yeah. yeah, which they obviously have to have more than that because the guy comes out in two months. So yeah, right. yeah. So so I feel they're, like they're just refining. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Like it's I mean, it's gonna be the same thing. They, as they don't like, want to show like his like poorly done animation. Like this is obviously like that's the only thing that's final final right but like to imply like muddying the waters even more about how video games are made and mm-hmm. how quickly they're made being mm-hmm. like and that's it like everything else is just on paper right now yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. like does not help the current climate of yeah discussing how games are made there will be a direct right before he comes out i bet um so let's look at the wagers mm-hmm. let's look at let's look at how everyone's doing on the board uh the only two Wagers that apply towards Terry Bogard are a fighting game gar- fighting game character at three to one odds and third party general third party IP character at one to ten odds. Um, I put a point for fighting game character. That was smart. So I got a return on four points on that. I put two points down for third party character. So I got a return of two point two points on that um, for a total of six point two points. Alex put a point down for general third-party IP. So he gets a return of 1.1 points. So he has a total of 1.1 points. The safest cool. bet. Those are the only things yeah, on board. Yeah. <laughs> Alex stands... I mean, uh, Nelson stands at nil. Joe, Joe stands at nil. Woo! Um, Sakurai confirmed at the end of this that they are going to do more fighters. So The pool is alive! <laughs> I Yeah, I think my vote in this, since I know what we're getting into, is like, do we do more or do we just sort of keep this? I think we just keep this. Yeah. I, yeah. Mm, I know. Is I, that how you guys feel? I kind of want to keep it because I, feel I like think the, I feel like the odds are off. I feel like they're off. Like I'm okay doing it for the next one, but yeah. I think after for like I would imagine if they do another run of fighters, it's gonna be five. Do you want to do? We'll keep it for this pack, and then the next yeah pack, we redo we make, it. Okay, we redo so, the whole thing. I yeah. think. Well, actually, I think, I think we get everyone in a room. We go. We go. Okay, I'm okay every, with the odds shifting, but I think my decisions aren't gonna change. Well, actually, okay. so unless no, they announce someone who's already like like someone specific that's that already I in your thing, then I'll switch that. Well, up, I think yeah. that alone would be a good reason to to do it. Sure. So I the think, odds of that happening. I think depending on how this pack ends could inform. Oh well, they're not gonna do this because they've already done this. Yeah, I think, or something like that. I so think, I can understand if we change it for the next. Yeah, pack. I think a DLC like a season pass is a natural endpoint. That's to, fair. To reset everything. That's fair. Right. And if you if everything goes if you put the same bets down wherever like that's fine. But I would feel comfortable and because I feel like now alone, Sans's odds have completely have have astronomically yeah. gotten higher or longer. Yeah. yeah. So like uh, <laughs> noted, Joe. How do you Thanks. feel? I know. I know. I'm looking this way. So I don't want you to feel like you're. Oh, you're fine. You're I, I think. I think. Here's the deal. Um, Gino's odds increase when there's more openings <laughs> <With> every day, <laughs> uh, because it's it's unlikely that Gino will be the fifth fighter announced. But if they're like, let's go harder, let's go deeper. 
I feel like go on. It's wow. just it's more opportunities for them to be like, okay, what Dante's what are the ones in the game? That, Got it. That fans like have always wanted. Where's Waluigi at? Let's get him in here. Yeah. So yeah, I think there's no there's zero yes. odds to Waluigi. Waluigi's not happening. It's not happening. I think Gino is more likely than Waluigi. Weirdly. Wow. Despite so, Waluigi's more modern relevance. All right. So let's talk about the other things they announced. Um, and I think you guys already kind of confirmed your feelings on this, but. Uh, they announced some new Me Fighter costumes. Mm-hmm. Who are the other characters? They put uh, Team Rocket Grunts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, let me Mega make sure Man's I pull it Proto up. Man and Proto Zero. Man and Zero. Um, I think that was it. No, well, no. There's the one guy who's the the oh, anime. You're right, guy. you're right, you're right. Uh, oh, oh, Goemon, Mr. Goemon. Ninja Goemon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, they put him in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's the first one the thing I missed. Yeah. Um, and then last but not least, Sans from yeah. Undertale as a Me Gunner costume, and his gun is rad. Turns out that yeah. Sakurai played some some smash with uh toby fox this yeah. is i i reading this i just got so insanely like i'm proud of of toby for sure that's like the dream yeah so insanely jealous i mean even when his game was announced when undertale was announced for switch he's like yeah that was cool but did you see that smash reveal yeah <laughs> at the end of the same direct <laughs> there's footage someone put out there on the smash subreddit of him in a in a, in a local tournament like he used to play melee fairly oh, competitively. I'm yeah. not surprised. Yeah, he dude lives in Boston, I think. So it's yeah. probably active enough. Pretty good scene there. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know the New England and, and smash circuit, and like Sakurai saying, like we were almost even. In fact, he might have, you know, been better than me. <laughs> Toby Fox came to Sakurai's house, kicked his ass in Smash, and said, "Put my character in the game." That that was the wager. I was like, well, "Yeah, that's what fuck. every that's what every third party uh, publisher has to right, do." They have to, to beat Sakurai in Smash. Perfect. That's why I haven't seen Dante yet. <laughs> oh, why? Because they're good at real fighting games. Damn! I had one more time. Oh, I had wow. to get one more in. I had to get one more in. So to be clear, Sans as a does Me not Fighter count. counter, I does don't not, think okay. it does counts. not count. I mean, if it somehow like changed my heart, the name to Sans in like the the thing at the bottom, if the right. announcer, here's what I say: if the announcer says the name, it counts. I don't think it. it Sans, yeah, and then I'm, in, I'm then I'm in. Okay. I I uh, in my heart. He is now a character in Smash Brothers. Sure. But I know for the purposes of everything else, he's not. Okay. Yeah. Right. He's, I thought yeah. that was going to be a more contentious thing. Where it's like, yeah. I'm surprised no, it wasn't. Yeah, no, I'm surprised. No, it's it, fine. I'm honestly surprised in, in the lack of, um, oh, what's the fervor that I had to try and get Sans in this. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, I appreciate that. That makes my job a lot easier. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> honestly, the more eyes on Undertale in any way, the better. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely and, think... And now, the wild, wild internet reaction to it, yeah, was, was just perfect. So, um, but yeah, now I definitely think uh, we should definitely revisit that. Revisit the odds. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So <laughs> that's Smash. Oh, also Banjo Kazooie came out that day. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's fine. Cool. I've been playing him. Yeah. He's a, I saw some tournament play of him. And I'm like, oh, okay, he's better than he's I, viable. Yeah. I just wasn't good at him. I guess yeah. I didn't realize the power of that side B. You are just invincible oh, you, yeah. and you knock kill him out. at like 80 with that. I was it's like, very oh, good. Wow. All right. Uh, Wonder Wing. What it's called. Yeah, I guess that is what it is. Um, um, there's a reason there's a meter attached to that. So right. You can't just abuse it. That doesn't it. reset. Like you have to die. You have to lose stock right, in yeah. order for it to reset. Okay. Mm. Well, you, uh, like, you get like five shots with it though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Which uh, is which is a lot. So far, the only All move you see no one using, and I can see why, is that neutral B where you just spit out an egg. It's just it's really. I've seen that used to decent effect because you can do it to like deter people. Like if kind you start of. shooting with it, like the rapid fire where you take Kazooie out. 
Um, yeah. You it can, doesn't really do any. It's like Fox's laser it doesn't really do any stun past a certain point, though, and then they can just sort of walk up to you and I guess. But and you, you have like a lot of frames to put it away and reset yeah, to regular that's, fighting that's the mode. And it, yeah. yeah, like I think it, I, I don't know. I, I'm curious to see how that thing is used. I think it can be used effectively. Right. I like Banjo. I'm not a huge fan of his actual smash attacks, but. Uh, Pulling out Kazooie and smacking her against the ground is just wonderful. Also, that yeah. thing is like really strong. It's really, yeah. It has a ridiculous range. It's, it has more. It's, oh, the, really? it's the fucking Doria from Cannon, but, uh, mm. but yeah. for Banjo. It has a longer range than Cloud's side attack. That's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. It was like the fucking Buster Sword does yeah. not have the same range as Kazooie. <laughs> also, the well, she is a bird. She. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't argue I mean, that. Like, we agree. <laughs> um, Good. We're, we're, we're in on this. Bird. Yeah. Yes. Bird. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> also, it's weird that the announcer says Banjo and Kazooie. Yeah. Instead of Banjo-Kazooie. Instead of Banjo-Kazooie. Because in my head, I always considered like, oh, Banjo-Kazooie is the unit. Right? It's like Duck Hunt. Uh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, like, like he I doesn't say Duck Hunt Dog. It's, or or actually, he doesn't say duck and hunt. He says duck hunt. Hill. I learned something really <laughs> interesting in the year in the PAL version. He says duck hunt duo. Weird. I yeah. actually like that better. That makes um, more sense because duck hunt was never a character. It was the game. Right. Although it's meant to be a trio when you think about it. Because of the because of the blaster person. behind the screen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were thinking of the the other like Gandhi yeah, the character f- that they <laughs> in, the, in the in the ultimate. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, he's a. He That's shows up as a, as uh, a, never mind. Yeah. yeah, he's got the exact same moveset. I don't think anything changed except for maybe damage and knockback values. No, but it's also not just in his final smash. Um, oh, yeah. yeah you're you right. can summon you're them right. and they shoot people. Yeah. Um, good duck hunt players in uh, in Evo. Real good duck hunt players. God, Evo that, had some amazing smash play. I can. Um, so there were other games of this direct? Oh, there were. Yes. Uh, I was figuring since we we're already talking about it and go through some of the stuff. Um, this weird game over overwatch over, over, uh, over yeah that's coming out under underland under I don't <laughs> I'm not yeah of course it was coming to this switch. over of course overwatch was coming to the basically switch. had it all uh, confirmed with that case yeah. yeah and then like the, the retail leaks and it was and it was funny how it didn't show up in the direct and it was like huh so I guess it's not but then like I went on Twitter immediately after and they had the trailer posted it was the first thing in the direct yeah it was the first thing. Oh, they, they, I yeah, got they to the, opened with it, yeah. and then they did the D- Nintendo Direct yeah. graphic, and I was yeah, like, it was a cold okay. open with the Overwatch trailer. Never mind. I uh, I, I had the really same thing. I I, I got on. I started watching the stream late, and it was like at the tail end of the, yeah. you know, okay. the Overwatch trailer. All right, I'm cool. It's also the worst Overwatch trailer to come out. What? I don't think that trailer was well. well it was all entirely on the Switch, right? Like they just had the Switch in frame the entire time. I, it was just weirdly edited. Like yeah. there, there were the parts when it was like, "Let's show characters." And I was also, like, what can you weird. say about it? It's fucking Overwatch. You can yeah. edit it better. Like, well, I'm not arguing that against That's, you. They, I'm just saying they've had that, some like, good trailer editing, and I'm with you on like good I think trailer it's just their editing. Bar is so high for like a Activision Blizzard yeah, trailer in general. Fair. Yeah, but I also guess. like, is the Diablo three Switch trailer bad. memorable at all? I had a show where we judged trailers. Bad. You know, but I'm asking you specifically, like, was that, that one? one? Um, I, I don't even remember that one. So that's no. the thing. Like those games, it's just like, hey, it's on Switch. Yeah. You know who I think At has the point. best trailers in the biz? I think EA's trailers are just like some of the top notch. I'm gonna just say Rockstar. I don't know. I like Rock. Like, did Grand Theft Auto Five trailers? The like, Grand the Theft Auto Five had really like, good trailers. I was thinking of like, like the Titanfall Two trailers were wild and like occasionally still pull those. That's up. true. Uh, the Battlefront Two trailers, so so good. 
Um, what was the most recent? Like Battlefield Five, their battle royale mode. I don't care about Battlefield Five battle royale, but that trailer is edited, paced, cut beautifully. I'd hmm. say little mini music video. It's perfect. I'd say Nintendo, because I feel like when it's just like, I feel like the well, games when you start that a trailer have, with someone snapping their hands, it can only <laughs> it can go only up go from there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. But I feel like when it's like, okay, here's a story game like a uh, Zelda. It's like, all right, cool. We're gonna build the mystery over the course of the next one minute. And Those 50 Breath seconds. of the Wild trailers were magnificent. Yeah. But then when you do like a fighting game, and you do Smash Brothers, it's like, all right. You guys want to get fucking hype because here's a trailer for that. I mean that persona reveal. You say that the uh, the Assassin K one was really good. Yeah, the persona one was also like that was that it was, was really good. Yeah, I feel the, like the Animal Crossing one. Yeah, um, or the Isabel. Isabel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like the Joker. Would ju- they they do. You know, all these characters they 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 give a certain amount of respect and, mm-hmm. and, and reverence towards. But like the Joker, like his like outro when he wins a match, like it has so much more specialty stuff in it yeah. with like mm-hmm. the car oh, and yeah. all yeah. this stuff. And yeah. it's like it's it's weird like how much extra stuff they give Joker. Yeah, I think for him it was just like, well, it just makes sense that he's got an ending screen. I I guess we have to do it. I I also feel like maybe it's just like it's such a fun visual style to imitate. They're probably like, let's just keep going. Let's just keep going. Yeah, I can imagine the game designers genuinely just getting excited to make UI on that character. I can understand that. Um, What else was that? Joe, Divinity Original Sin 2, now on Switch, and Weird, you, can, yeah. you can transfer your Steam that, save. That, that was cool. kind of nuts. All, like, we have, in, in our party of, of players, with my brother, we have one guy who doesn't have a Switch. So now we're pressuring uh, him to get a Switch. Does yeah. it not support crossplay? Uh, I don't think it supports cross. It sounded like from that Switch save thing that you can cross over saves. Yeah, yeah, back and forth. And, and, and I'm the only one who has to have the save. Um, so basically, they, everybody else is joining a save file. Got it. Um, okay. So I can mo- I can potentially put the save on my Switch and then host it on the Switch. And I would assume from there that you're joining a Switch game. Mm. I'm not sure. I don't. Right. I don't remember explicitly saying anything about cross play. Overwatch have cross play? It does not. So Overwatch I think never you're going. It. Yeah, I remember you only not playing having against it on the... Switch players. Yeah, weird. Well, I think Rocket and League. They have said they're working on it. Oh. Yeah, I'm so glad. Like honestly, you're glad they added gyroscopic controls. Hell yeah. Okay. Blah. I best way to aim in Breath of the Wild. Best way to aim in Splatoon two. I mm. yeah. 100%. Splatoon yes. Yeah, Breath of the Wild. I, I love that. I oh. that was just perfect for me. Like actually physically steadying your hand it's immersive it's tight it's the only way that aiming with a controller feels good to me okay so mm-hmm. All right. mm-hmm. okay is anybody excited about xenoblade chronicles no <laughs> i think that remaster looks beautiful it does look very good. i haven't played I have, it i haven't either i've only yeah. played a little bit of that first one and it was actually the 3ds version i feel so. nothing <laughs> people seem to love it in general they got I, shulk and smash i like shulk. yeah, yeah. shulk's a good yeah. character he's fine. i like him in his little little beach shorts yeah <laughs> now it's Shulk time. Uh, speaking of assholes with swords, Kyle Katarn is back. Yeah, that was really Woo! like. I, I'm so glad I got to yes! give you that history lesson on Kyle Katarn a while back, and now you can experience it, Dylan. I'm never gonna yes! play this game. <laughs> it's this game is what 10, 15 years old. This game it holds feel up. Like it's garbage. Jedi Academy. It's, it's so feel good. Bad. It, it holds up. It does. Great games. So it's Star Wars Jedi Knight Two colon Jedi Outcast, which is a sequel to Jedi Academy. <sighs> no, 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 no. Jedi no. Academy is Jedi Knight Three. Okay, what is the first? Do you give you the chronology real quick? Well, I so what I was gonna say is that the first Jedi Knight is technically a Dark Forces spinoff. Yeah, so Dark Forces, Dark Forces, one, Dark Forces two, Jedi Jedi Knight. Yeah, yeah, Jedi Knight two. 
Jedi Knight 2, <laughs> Jedi Outcast, and then Jedi Knight 3, Jedi Academy. But I think it's just Star Wars, Jedi Knight, Jedi Academy. Like, I don't think they put a number on that one, right? I, I feel like I remember three sabers, but... Uh, I, I think it was like the aesthetic was they took the one saber in the middle and then the, did the like, shape. So, yeah, yeah. They did the yeah, wild hunt yeah, thing. You're right. You're yeah, right, okay. Yeah. Let me double check that, though. But uh, It matters. Genuinely, this game I mean, did so much with lightsaber combat that for it, a long yes. time since this game, I was like, why aren't Star Wars games as good as Jedi, Jedi yeah. Outcast? There's things that you can do. Like, there's a lot of like kind of almost seemingly procedurally generated like blocks. If you jump over an enemy and do a lightsaber attack, you'll have like little lightsaber like they'll swing their sword up and it'll get caught while you're midair and you're doing this crazy flip. And it's I mean, it's polygons, you know, it's, it's goofy looking. But it feels so good. It's from that era where like graphics weren't there enough that they could polish so many other aspects right. of the yeah. game. Yeah. And like these are iconic Star Wars games in a way that no other Star Wars game has been since. So I you you, you gotta. And Kyle Katarn's voice Dylan. actor is also And Kyle Katarn <laughs> is just easily the best EU character and, there is. And, and again. Jedi Academy is coming out wherein you make your Jedi and then you customize your lightsaber, which I have been waiting for 10 fucking years for another game like that. And I know I'm not getting it. So I will at least play Jedi Academy again, again on the switch. Yeah. Did they confirm that that that's coming? Yes. Yeah. They're both coming out. Oh, the first one is like out now. It's either out now or it will be out by I the end of next week. I think they might have said like tomorrow. This is something direct. like that. The yeah. weirdest thing, and then the other one's coming soon. Yeah, I, I'm I'm a little bit. Weird. It's weird to think about the game without console commands though, because I feel like <laughs> after you beat the game a couple of times, the the best thing to do is to go in there and just like spawn a bunch of stormtroopers, mm, sure. spawn a bunch of rebels, big head mode, and then cut them yeah. all off. Well, then you run them into each other. Like I would just uh, set yeah. up fights on like I would find the most dramatic part of a level, uh -huh. and then just either get a bunch of Jedi or a bunch of Sith, and I would just stake uh, massive cool. Man, fights. It's going to be a real yeah. bummer. You like boot up the switch, like where's the tilde key? Yeah. <laughs> there was also there was also one cheat code that I felt like was essential, which was s s I think G underscore saber realistic combat space one. And that made it you so you could dismember like everything. That's yeah. That and was one of the biggest deals in in the Jedi Knight games. You could do dismember. Yeah, I feel like Weird. it's yeah. gotta be. It's gotta be like just a default setting because it would be really disappointing if you didn't get those sweet like you can like cut through somebody's arm and then it like swings down to the legs and you're like you've got like a torso with one arm uh -huh. thrown off one way and then uh -huh. like three limbs just like flying off and huh. yeah. they've all got like they cauterized like oh man so yeah. they didn't have to worry about graphics they just polished everything else yeah but mm -hmm. it's like how technologically did they do that because like how did they how did they treat like the the, the rigid body as like this is around the same time as bones existing so I you guess. could probably like yeah, detect which would, bone yeah, yeah but like the model itself like you would have to give it like certain points where you, it, it would come apart so another another really amazing thing for technology at the time was that they Again, in terms of polishing everything, um, they would track the lightsaber so that if it made contact with anything in the in the world, it would put like burns it would on put it, burn marks on it. So wow. in like the not, <laughs> I forgot that. Detail. Yeah, it would put yeah. burn marks on it, and then they would go from hot to black. So like they would be like mm -hmm. red Cindery, hot to black. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. So you could do that in environments and on the actual enemies. So even if you had yeah. like dismemberment off. It would still leave giant scorch marks yeah. where it would in the exact it's pattern so, of your swim. It's so good, which is what looks like Fallen Order is doing. Yeah, Something which similar. I'm really yeah. happy about. Like yeah. Fallen Order looks like they are taking a lot of inspiration from the Jedi Knight games, following that polish yeah. level. Yeah, and if they come out with Fallen Order two. Jedi Academy, Dark Forces three, Dark Forces <laughs> yeah. eighty five, and I get to make my character fine. 
I'll give you my money. I just want to make a lightsaber. (laughs) The villain of Jedi Knight 2 is a giant dinosaur, so. Oh. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to remember his name now. It was like Dasan, I think. Mm -hmm. Man, Mm -hmm. it's weird how much of that game is still in my brain. Yeah. Uh, There's original Xbox. Huh? There's original Xbox. Yeah. Original Xbox, PC, PC, PC. GameCube, PS2. Uh, other games, mm-hmm. Game Freaks uh, Town working title is now called Town Little Town Hero. Yeah, yeah with good. music by Toby Fox, which is pretty cool. That's yeah. pretty cool. That trailer did nothing for me, not at all. No. I, I don't feel a lot for it. Yeah. Um, Bethesda is re-releasing Doom sixty four. That's pretty Put cool. Oh wait, I could see Doom guy being a gunner costume. Sorry, that, it just it, that now that, that just clicked in my brain. Actually, I was like, oh, now I'm upset. Yeah, yeah. That makes okay. so much sense, and yeah. that's probably what it should be. Yeah, it might happen. Who knows? Yeah. Also, those those new me costumes are seventy five cents. Yeah, I'm it's good. pretty reasonable. You don't you don't just get. I em. think well, I'm good, and I think Sans is fair because it comes with megalomania. Sure. I feel like so. never mind. I'm back in. Yeah. <laughs> Like they're they're producing a lot of content for this game. I, I'm, I'm sure they they made tons of money off of the initial sales, and they're probably still making tons of sales on actual discs. But mm-hmm. I feel like they put a lot of effort into this game. Yeah. I, this is this is a sixty dollars game where I genuinely don't mind for paying for DLC, especially when it is pretty reasonably costed. I yeah. feel like yeah. yeah. I'm not I'm not trying to make a stink about it. I just thought that was interesting that both the price point and what you're like getting and everything. That crazy axe thing in uh in apex legends that that happened recently where you had to pay like 170 dollars to unlock an axe what jesus it was you had to you had to uh, you had to get every other item in a set uh-huh. in order to get a chance to uh-huh. get the axe and in then a you get box. exodia the forbidden one <laughs> basically basically it, uh, mm-hmm, but uh, mm-hmm, it was just mm-hmm. a really crazy thing this, where there's, this there's, the there's really one collector's really item in a loot box that you couldn't um, you couldn't actually loot out of a loot box unless you had gotten all the other Weird. items and so, anyways, that's a that's a whole different thing. It's not related to Nintendo Direct. Weird, weird, weird. It was just a bad. It was a bad. It was a bad DLC practice. Right. Yeah. Can't believe you pulled Exodia out of your ass. You're welcome. That was good. Um, Exodia's ass. Hey. There's one part. There's one of the cards. <laughs> it's one. It's, a, it's in the card that they didn't tell you. Cards, just give yeah. me a second. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, the, it's just the, clapping. <laughs> right uh, ass cheek of the forbidden one. <laughs> yes. Dummy thick. <laughs> Uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions. Get hype, weebs. That's getting a Get re-release. Because no one played it on the Wii U. I guess. Like, Honestly, it was because of the Wii U. It's I, because of the Wii U, and I understand. I I, 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 I guess he's not really well known to the Wardcast community, but you know vaguely someone. Our yes. IRL Britman. Yes. He's from, he, he is such a weeb, and he, he swears loves by this game. Tokyo Mirage played Sessions. Played it on Wii U. He's so hyped for on this. On a Weeb you? Ah. <laughs> oh, man. I, I feel like now I want a show you called Weeb you, which is like a Weeb University. <laughs> oh, Dylan oh. is, Dylan is deleting in. my name Dylan likes it. from all instances of the Wardcast now. No, I'm just adding Weeb you to the show notes so I know <laughs> what to make the title of this episode. Good. Good. Uh, um, Tokyo Mirage Sessions. Return of the Oberdin. Cool. That's pretty cool. Coming to all consoles. Really oh, okay, awesome. Okay, cool. All right. Really yeah. awesome. I'm I'm psyched for that because I might was trying to get my cousin to play it and he's like, not until it comes to a console. I'm like, well, your chance. Oh, well, that's the thing. Like yeah. between that and Divinity Original Sin 2, I was like, fuck, I should rebuy these games. Yeah. And I was thinking about it. I was like, nah. Something <laughs> I shit. I should, Divinity is such a good like. Yeah, but I got Divinity for like 
like did you get the twenty dollar one yeah however off it oh, was yeah. steam sale yeah and it's 50 bucks on switch i'm like i'm not buying not paying that much right. money mm. i mean yeah, that's the regular price it is on uh that's what, that's how much i bought it for and then it went on sale after i had too many hours to refund it <laughs> after oh, I bought it, on PC. it goes yeah. on sale pretty regularly on pc which does make me feel like it's hard to encourage people to actually buy it on, on switch yeah. yeah i don't know if i reason. find like a code like a like a eShop code or you the know other weird thing about divinity is that i it's hard for me to imagine playing it on controller as opposed to a mouse and keyboard because it is for me a very point and click game well, that's I, the thing i can't stand playing most games mouse and keyboard so sure so i mean in that case uh some of our buddies did play with controller for a while they swap back and forth and eh, difference of preference i guess you know mm-hmm. controller and keyboard but it's a it's a weird game because it is like it does come from the spirit of like old you know top-down isometric right. rpgs which traditionally do are, are built around controls with mouse and keyboard yeah I'm, i'd be curious to see how it plays I, I actually haven't even used the controller on divinity 2 yet so i don't know what it's like on pc but. i should try it out with mm. my pc version yeah. i i've yet to i played like five minutes of that game so i haven't um i do want to not gloss over one thing about uh i think it was banjo where the guy one of the guys was like go play this on xbox <laughs> and yeah, yeah, yeah. Her, i said go play it on xbox <laughs> And just like completely quashed everyone going like, man, I can't wait for it to get a re-release on the Switch. <laughs> yeah. It, it was uh, a really like honest moment though. He was like, we really like Banjo-Kazooie. If you haven't played it, you should play it. Unfortunately, the only place you can do it is an Xbox, but still do that. It's, yeah. it's so funny to me like how much the console rivalries have just dissipated for yeah. the most part. It's, like, it's kind of sweet. Yeah, I think PS... It's why I think a Sony rep is going to happen. I think it'll happen. Yeah. I think it's like the the hardest one to happen because i feel like the only people stoking the the flames of of the console wars still are sony mm-hmm. well they've been doing so well yeah. with ps4 yeah. It's yeah. like if you're on top yeah that's, just, that's how it always works quick question i'm gonna interject with so dark samus was considered well, an echo well no i i mean um I just realized something just thinking about sort of like where these characters come from dark samus was considered when she was announced Someone pointed out, like, oh, that's the first American character. Yes. To be in a Smash Brothers. Yes, game. the first character created by an American studio. Right. Oh. Yeah. Um, but Bam. then Bam. some people were like, well, since it's Samus, then Meh. does that not count? I don't know. It's splitting hairs. Pac- like, is Sans now? No, Pac Man's Japanese. One American oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I guess. <laughs> He's apparently been living in Japan for like the last year. Oh, is he? Yeah, that's how he was like able to meet up with Sakurai. Uh, is he in Kyoto? That's his final form. I also didn't know, uh, you know, Lucas Pope also lives in Japan now. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. yeah. Rep. He used to be repping RVA. Now he's gone. He's gone. <laughs> he out. Mm, um, mm, mm, mm. What else was on here? I think there was one more I wanted to talk about. There, there was some uh, Pokemon news. There's, uh, the, there's, there's Luigi's Mansion 3 news. Yeah. And some Link's Awakening news. There's a remake of or remaster, if you will, of Deadly Premonition. Yes, that was the one I wanted yes. to talk about. And then, because why not? Deadly Premonition 2? Sure, why not? Deadly Premonition 2. As a Switch 2, exclusive. A blessing in disguise. Exclusive? They yes. said only on the Switch. Okay. Yeah. That's absurd. That's wild. That's nuts. I like the idea of Nintendo just being like, hey, um, you want some money to just like go make a is it, is go it, make a thing? Swery is, is it, like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Swery, that's it. Like, yeah. like I, can't, I can't imagine Swery just being like, just, just being handed that mm-hmm. invitation from mm-hmm. Nintendo. That pulls back Crazy. on. The... Have any of you played Deadly Premonition? I only a little bit. Okay. Have only played a little bit, and I don't think I can play that game. I hear the combat's terrible. Also, the driving. It's, it's a, it's uh, a game where the actual gameplay is so terrible, but like the rest of it yeah, is the, such a great, the like, writing the room great. style yeah. B movie. Yeah, 
So almost the, like a self-aware the room style yeah, B movie at points. That sounds dangerous. It's apparently amazing. So, that, so the suggestion it's just got such a huge cult following of people yeah. who love it for that. All I could watch during that trailer was the detectives like lips. Mm-hmm. That guy has such lips, mm-hmm. <laughs> so many lips. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so the suggestion is to watch Giant Bomb play through it did you see the reaction premium. to the yes. when the announcement was happened great. because they were just like because they thought it was just deadly premonition one they're like yeah all right whatever and then they go deadly premonition two and they're all like yeah freaking out in and their chair just like okay <laughs> oh, he like well i mean that dude's like working on three hours of sleep from yeah. just having Please? a kid but he's just like yeah. Whoa, what yeah, yeah Please tell great. me you saw when i posted on twitter the 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 introduction of the game itself that introduces the main character i have not so it's him driving, right? Okay. One hand on a steering wheel. Oh, yeah. Talking on a phone. Laptop in the passenger seat that yeah. he's not looking at, but he's typing in searches. Okay. Yeah. And, like, researching the case he is going to. And, like, on the phone, he's having this conversation that's sounding like he's a detective. Uh-huh. So, initially, you're sort of thinking, like, he's talking about an abusive no relationship case. I won't. It's not a okay. spoiler. All right, just make sure. Uh, he's, he's like, it's a codependent relationship. Sure, they fight all the time, but they need each other. Like, I'm paraphrasing. That's basically what his dialogue is. And then, like, he, it's going on about that. Like, essentially, he's having this conversation about it. And then, like, right before his character introduction ends, he's like, no, Tom's the cat. Jerry's the mouse. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Shit, that's like, good. That's good. And and like the whole time typing on a keyboard in the passenger seat without looking at it. That's <laughs> good. I wonder who handled the localization for that game because I'm sure they they had a hell of a time. Sweary himself is just like fuck it, I'll do it. Yeah. So like, I love Tom and Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> he follows me on Twitter, along fuck with yeah. what? along with like sixty thousand other people he follows. Maybe like he, he just follows everybody. He like follows practically everyone no you're that's the spe- funny you're the special. Uh, you're the anya, anya told me a story once i forget what event it was but um uh she went to this karaoke and uh swear was there uh-huh. and he like um uh runs up to her and because because swear has kickstarted a game his most recent the missing the, was, yeah. was kickstarted uh, oh i thought it was the one about like the cat dog town was that yeah it? that's the missing oh is that I what it's called i believe yes okay. i believe um and he like runs up to her he's like oh you're anya right and she's like yeah yeah, yeah. it's like we should be friends or something. It's like, nice to meet you. And then apparently Swery then jumps on the karaoke ska- stage and then belts out like a perfect rendition of um, Shot Through the Heart. No, it Damn. was uh, the Journey song. <laughs> don't Stop Believing. Oh, don't, don't Stop, stop Be- Believing. Really? Amazing. Yeah. yeah. I don't doubt that. That's pretty fantastic. I, I just picture him as like this unequivocally weird man. Right. Well, <laughs> if you want to yeah. see another good Giant Bomb video, uh, the video where Patrick Klepek and Ryan Davis interview him, but they cut out the entire interview, so it's them all just awkwardly looking at each other for five <laughs> minutes straight, is pretty good. Awesome. I just... I think we were talking about it a while back, but like the... we, I think it was the last episode, but when we were talking about Hideo Kojima just doing weird shit... I think Hideo Kojima, Swery, and uh, Suda51 are those like yeah, sort yeah, of like the trifecta. The, the trifecta yeah. of just like their auteurs let them do what they're going to do. Right. Right. And I just, I appreciate them being as weird as they fucking I'm are. I'm extremely bad at, at parsing out which games are Suda games and which games are Swery games. Throw one at me. All right. Well, Silver Case is Suda, I believe. No, I've never heard of that game. Well, that's a new one. Uh, what new else is Suda made? I know uh, DDD no is more heroes. Swery. No more heroes. That's yeah, one. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Liberation made. 
Who's that? Uh, and then there's the guy with the owl mask. Is oh, that, that Yoko Taro? That, that's Yoko Taro. No, no, no. So, Yoko Taro no, oh. is the guy with the moon mask. Oh, right. Okay. There's the, the guy mask. with an owl mask, and his company is like. It might, it might be a weird you. When you look it up and you figure it out, let me know. But there's a guy with an owl mask, and he's like a lucha libre. It's like a lucha libre style mask. Wait, was this the guy we saw at the Pax Rumble? At no. East? No, that, that's some other dude. Somebody right? else. Okay. I'll look it up. Don't worry about it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Don't worry about it. Uh, well, that was the entire Nintendo Direct. Yep. Um. Also, you you brought up Kojima. I was on a Metal Gear <laughs> panel. <laughs> Why are you doing? I like that you're on an Assassin's Creed panel. It was, same, it, was, it was another Michael. Oh, it was. Yeah, it was Mike's. <laughs> it was his second timeline panel. Okay. Um, How do you do? It was all right. I was. I was. I was backup. I was mm. support. Uh, well, so like Tom you're Johnson. Foil. Who? Yeah. Exactly. Uh, uh, um, uh. There was one who keeps going. What the fuck? At like everything that comes up. That's not that funny. It was a point though <laughs> where we were talking about the senator. You fight the end of Metal Gear Rising. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, nanomachines right yeah and he says make america great again and then like there's a part where when you're fighting him and his like his the skin on his like arm starts peeling off so it's like shows like they're robotic underneath yeah right but he's like jacked right yeah but his 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 you know forearms are also like equally as jacked just Mm -hmm. ridiculously proportioned Mm mm-hmm so he has really small hands, and I just like without thinking, I was like, "That guy's hands are so small." And then I just, <laughs> at the end of my sentence, just lost my shit because <laughs> I realized I caught up to what I was saying yeah. about this guy that has said "Make America Great Again" yeah. within the span of the same game. Mm-hmm. You're I'm not the first you. one, trust yeah. me. Yeah. Um, and so I just started cracking up, and I looked over at Jeremy Parrish, and he didn't know what to do with me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that panel was cool. It was me, Jeremy Parrish, Imran Khan. Uh, Mike Williams. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is that? I think that's downloadable in places. No, the, the the Assassin's Creed one was on in a streaming room, but this one wasn't. Aww. They had like a dedicated one of the panel rooms was like uh, friends of US Gamer because US Gamer is owned by Reed Pop, who owns Pack. So. Uh, yeah, yeah. Are you guys hyped for Assassin's Creed Black Flag and Rogue on Switch? The Rebel yeah. Collection. I might actually play it now. <laughs> oh really? Hmm. Yeah, I've never okay. played four. There's I've, too much lore to catch up on. I feel like for me at this point. I, I one through three. It's not ridiculous. I've just no. You're leaving out Brotherhood and Revelations. Yeah, but those are nothing really happens in Brotherhood. I've just accepted the fact that I'm never going to play an Assassin's Creed game. Oh, you should play two. Two's my favorite. I did play two. Yeah, two's and really it's the best I, but one. I, I'm, what I'm saying is like, there's too many of them. They're all just kind of losing me, and I'm not gonna. <laughs> I think it might have been Sweary wearing a mask. Oh. Oh, making fun of Yoko Taro, that asshole. <laughs> no, <laughs> no like he, Yoko like Taro he, had an asshole? A, he has like a persona. Oh, yeah. interesting. All right. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, that was Nintendo Direct news. That was Nintendo Direct news. Um. Yeah, that's what, oh yeah, as part of that, that's his League of Heels persona. But I don't mm. know if he was at Pexies. But that wasn't the same as the guy that we saw who no, also saw somebody had a else who mask. also had a bird mask. Got it. Yeah. His was more luchador-y yes. than that one. That one's like a what's the this ma- one is what's phenomenal. the Robin mask called? There's a, a name domino for domino mask. Yeah, yes, yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Um, you can come to me with all of your superhero costume you. questions. Thank you. Thank you. All right, moving on. I so we spent a long time talking about talking about Smash, talking about Nintendo. I actually feel really good about that. I really don't want to bring <laughs> the mood down super bad, but I, I would, I would feel wrong. We're gonna take a hard shift. Not to at least mention 
uh, everything that happened was it last week. Yeah. It's two weeks ago. It was it was the week before PAX West. Should put up a content warning for this. Sure. Yeah. Uh, content warning for discussions of sexual assault, sexual abuse, uh, uh, abuse in general. Um, and suicide, I think. And suicide. Yeah. So, basically, to give kind of like a general overview of what happened, um, I think mon- the Monday before PAX, the Monday evening, uh, I don't know how to pronounce her first name. I don't know if it's Natalie or Nathalie. I think I would go with Natalie. And okay. Then we we are sorry if we pronounce her name wrong. Yeah. So, Natalie Lawhead, who is like a, a, a indie developer, she was also... Um, the person that runs the 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 LA Playdate like expo, mm-hmm. um, so she had a run in with like panic about like the ownership of the Playdate uh, Playdate sure. trademark uh, yeah, a yeah, while yeah. back. Um, she wrote a blog post on her personal blog um, about how she was raped by uh, Jeremy Soul, who is a composer in games. He did, he did the Skyrim soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Did something else. I didn't he work on like he did something something else, really with big. Bungie. Yeah. I think He's done a lot. Yeah. yeah. So relatively He's done a lot. Well renowned. Um, I actually did not know this person's name before reading about this. Like I knew the name. Yeah. Um, but she wrote about how um she worked for a stint. Uh, I believe in Vancouver in mm-hmm. Canada for a studio mm-hmm. and um uh jeremy worked on the same project with her and kind of took advantage of her she was very new to the industry and so took advantage of her uh um you know naivete and her newness to the industry to you know sexually assault her and also took advantage of the fact that he was so famous and well-renowned that uh she she felt threatened to do anything about it because she felt like she was threatening her career because he knew everybody that she was talking to she knew he knew a lot of folks and you know it's also just kind of a common thing of like, oh, well, I don't want to rock the boat. Yes. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it wasn't directed at someone that was so well-known. Mm-hmm. So that kicked off a week of a lot of people coming out and outing their abusers. abusers. Um, both sexual abusers, emotional abusers, yeah. um, workplace abusers. There were a lot of really interesting ones. Uh, Damon Reese came out about how uh, Chucklefish... Uh, the Starbound devs like really? took advantage of like free labor for yeah. like two years yeah. um, in the UK and just like really put a lot of like interns and and uh, newly minted devs through the ringer to the, get that stuff out. One of the better things I was reading was someone who was sort of in the in a Starbound interview and was like apparently they were like group interviews. They do it in front of like the rest of the team and 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 who oh are, like a job interview right yeah and when told about like the payment process sort of went that sucks that's not don't do that and or or, you know and i'm sorry i'm blanking on names but supposedly someone in response to her mentioning this in in the twitter thread said like you were the first person to make us realize what was happening was wrong yes i remember this yes um so uh and and also made whoever was doing the interview i sorry i'm not good with names but uh like go on a rant about how you yeah, know, like seeing that be. person's unappreciative. And yeah, like, yeah. And it was a terrible situation. Mm-hmm. Um, just so many, so many listed people. I'm trying to pick some other ones. I mean, uh, Grace Bruxner, who does Frog Detective, she was mm-hmm. talked about how she was uh, harassed by someone at, at GDC, and it kind of made her like wary of going to networking and and, and events like that. Yeah. Um, 
in the future. Uh, co-founder of Oculus Rift uh, put his hands up a That's woman's skirt, skirt yeah. while she was demoing the Rift, so mm-hmm. she could not see him. Right. Uh, as it was ha- happening, I don't think I. I also don't think he is with Oculus anymore. I don't think he's believe. since left. Like Are you talking about Palmer Lucky? Or no, no, something? no, this, it's this, a different. This person. is the other. Yeah, the other. I'm pretty sure they're not there. Yeah, I could be wrong. Um, there are some other ones that. This one's really weird, and I don't really want to to go into it very much. But um, discussions about folks in the trans community, like uh, Merrick Kay and Anna Anthropy, being mm-hmm. kind of like professional bullies. Yeah. Um. Uh, uh. Anna Valens, who I follow on Twitter, and she's you know a great writer. She specializes in like um, sex writing and mm-hmm. stuff like that, especially how it's tangential to games. Um. Talking about how she left Fanbyte because Merrick Kay, who is like I don't know if she's EIC at 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 Fanbyte or like managing editor or whatever but like right. was you know always shot down pitches that that she made um so so that all happened and then porpentine who is a a well-known like um indie kind of underground uh trans game developer she was talking about her experience with with um merrick k and ananthropy right and i was like oh okay so like they have like a they have like a history of like kind of like um bullying people this, and yeah. Yeah, taking advantage of them and, and porpentine goes into this this uh story about how like sh- she first like befriended them like when she was homeless and she was suffering from like an infection in her jaw wow um and then liz ryerson who is another she's like a composer and a writer um who's also in the trans community she was like uh you know porpentine also has like is known for being an abuser oh, in this wow. community well mm. that's that's the thing that is not looked at as often as just like look like the cycle of abuse right is yes. very very real like people who have abused are also been abused themselves yeah likely and, or at least um yeah. so that kind of goes into like the bigger so i want to touch on that because like that one that that one seems like way murkier mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. me um obviously like people should be uh uh taking the task if they have abused someone in the past um mm-hmm. emotionally sexually but like a lot of these that came out there were some that were like it, it was hard to parse and obviously like I'm not in the trans community. So like, that's right. not, that's not my discussion to have. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the big ones that came out and this one came out like almost immediately or soon after, uh, Natalie Lawhead put hers out is that Zoe Quinn came out and talked about how she was sexually abused by, uh, Alec Holoka, who mm-hmm. is one of the co-creators of night in the woods. Aquaria. Uh, Aquaria also mm-hmm. was a composer for Towerfall. Um, so that came out, and soon after there was a lot of corroboration uh um Noel Berry um and Matt Thorsten who both mm-hmm. uh worked with Alec on Towerfall also were part of the Vancouver Indie House yeah. with him both stated like I believe Zoe this is not a surprising um thing to hear mm-hmm. um so obviously that hit me and, and my friends pretty hard because I, you know, for full disclosure, I am an admin on the Finji Discord. Mm-hmm. Finji published Night in the Woods. You're fairly close to Becca. Um, and- uh, I'm close to Becca and Adam Saltzman. Yeah. Um, Alec was pretty much a daily frequenter on yeah. on that Discord. Um, he would always pop in in the morning and be like, hello, hey, I'm working on... Yeah, he has a... He had an ongoing project called Project Potato that he was working on, mm-hmm. which was like his new game project. Um, and obviously it hit 
his co-creator on Night in the Woods got Benson pretty hard and, and, and um, Bethany Hockenberry, who is the, 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 the third collaborator on Night in the Woods. And yeah, it was, it was a, it was a hard, hard thing to handle. I have to give credit to all the Finji folks that dealt with it at that stage. Um, cause obviously they weren't trying to stop discussion on it. Right. But they were also like, we're not going to tolerate any speculation, yeah. any hate, any, anything like that. We obviously mm-hmm. do not want to stop any of the fans from discussing this, 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 this topic. And, uh, and that entire discord was like super cordial. Yeah. Like there was like maybe one or two people they had to ban because of it, but like there was nothing ridiculous like there was not this fervor that happened um which is amazing when you compare it to things like literally everything else on the internet yeah yeah. or like the ooblets scenario is the thing that popped in my head um and like they then put out a a statement like um both finji had to put out statements um scott via the nights in the wood night in the woods twitter had to put out a statement and it was like we were severing ties with alec Bethany and Scott are now going to be the stewards of the game. Uh, Scott said later they were kind of that anyways, hmm. um, just because Alec went off and did his own thing. And Alec, in, in some instances, since Scott and Bethany did all the writing for the game, Alec never really saw the game as, as his oh, interesting. in a certain light. Mm-hmm. Um, so that happened. But so it was this, this series of like a lot of people corroborating that. And so Alec um, disappeared. Like... He 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 locked down his Twitter. Uh, didn't discuss the matter with any of his collaborators on his current project or his past projects. Um, Scott said like he got like he he texted them when it first broke and he was like, "Is this true?" And hmm. he got a non-committal answer and then never heard anything again. Yeah. Um, so you kind of going into packs with, with this that, sentiment. with that weight. Yeah. yeah, I mean not just Alec, just this whole thing happening. And but everyone for the most part was still in, you know, good good humors mm-hmm. um because like hey we're at an event like like this this stuff that's happening is terrible but like at least we can enjoy the weekend yeah, yeah. and then, and that's that's one of the other things is just like pax pax seems like the place that a lot of people go to to be themselves and like be around people who are into the same things yeah and so to to the teams uh, like to the team at Finji, like having to go and do any of that right. after that came out. And they still, yeah. And they still had to run an event. Like and they I, had to run an event. I talked to, to Becca at the idea at Xbox thing Thursday night. Cause she yeah. had to show off tunic. No yeah. overland. Um, it's just like the, this, these kinds of this kind of abuse of power and also people just like dramatically affects so much more than anybody is willing to like really have that conversation right. and about. it all mm-hmm. happens or most of it happens offline yeah um because like, i think scott said it like to most people everything happened started on a monday mm-hmm. and ended on a saturday yeah and yeah. they don't they, they they have not internalized or witnessed or understand like the half a decade of abuse or you know more than that of abuse um and I mean, it's it's terrible because like you know you read Zoe's or at the time you could read Zoe's statement and understand like it wasn't just like physical, it wasn't just sexual abuse. It was mm-hmm. also this emotional abuse. Like Zoe, they themselves were like relatively new to the industry, and they came up to me. Zoe or Natalie? Zoe, okay. so specifically Zoe's situation. Yeah. Um, Zoe was also new to the industry. Yeah. Um, I, so it kind of mirrors. You can. You well, can, that's yes. Yes. Yeah. That um, is one of the most frustrating things about this. Is that it? It. it 
it has been happening. Like you said, it has been happening for so long that there are all these people who are coming out now. Yes, and, and they don't they know never, each other. And they don't know each other, but it's also like they never felt supported enough by the by the people in the industry, the majority of, that they could come out with that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, um, and and it, like all that stuff also... It's so hard because you read all this stuff on, on you know, one-off tweets and you're looking through your yeah. timeline and you're like internalizing the stuff. It's hard mm-hmm. to like collect it all in your head. But like mm-hmm. some of the some of the running themes I saw, you know, that were tangential to this were things like the uh, uh, the issues with like how people still think it's okay to flirt and hit on people at professional yeah. conferences and networking yeah. situations. Um, the failure of whisper networks. There was like when the stuff first started coming out, like they were talking about how like whisper networks are not something that's really reliable because you know how would you know to know uh, join one or how would you know mm-hmm. if like the person that you're talking about is known by other people or how do you know you're in a whisper network that knows about what's going on um and then just like what kind of what you were touching on nelson like the systemic like abuses it, systemic sexism and empowerment yeah. of of abusers you know that are mostly men yeah uh and men in men in powerful positions and uh it was obviously it was a long time coming that mm-hmm. that reckoning the, the mm-hmm. me too moment of of games but like yeah mm-hmm. there are a lot of people that are even like you know very uh cynical about the whole situation like this and gonna change anything well the thing is like I, I i can almost understand that because how long ago was it when zokan like came out about there's a bunch of shit happening that you guys aren't paying attention, like it, like the, specifically the gamers gate, yeah, stuff, yeah. Like I feel like that is one step away from this. Well, yeah, like, I the, mean, like it's this, just right there. I mean, we haven't gotten to the to the next part of this whole thing, but like um, after that happened, like this is basically GamerGate two, or yeah. it was like could easily be that. Yeah. And like, and I myself am not even that clear on the GamerGate timeline. Like it, I, and it's not like you, you shouldn't. Need, no, you shouldn't sure, yeah. right. But like as someone that like values the the health of this industry like yes i almost yeah. feel like like okay how would you know who were the actors in mm. all of this and how do you understand how do you avoid yeah. that from happening right. again yeah and uh and the way it got avoided this time or it might not act, i mean we're still only a week away out from it but like the way it seems like everyone is trying to avoid it now is just just go on lockdown yeah like everyone just like yeah. half half the links i have and like the show notes to like understand like everyone's perspective on it you can't read anymore Mm-hmm. because those people have suspended their accounts locked yeah. their accounts yeah. you know deleted, deleted their tweets accounts. and stuff like that yeah. yeah um like amos from from itch started collecting a a, a, a thread of tweets oh, yeah and like i was following that to see like any new updates on anything mm-hmm. deleted that last saturday um oh. so what happened was uh on saturday and i only understood this because um so i was i i got up that morning uh, walked 10 minutes to the light rail station to take the train into to downtown Seattle, got on the train and found out that Alec had taken his life. Um, his sister put out a statement about what had happened, um, talking about how he himself had been abused in the past. And, but that's not to dismiss the, the, the abuse, the, the people that, that he himself had abused, um, yeah. with his actions. But, um, it it really it, it it changed the entire conversation from being like you know holding people accountable for what uh you know abuses they've done to someone 
took their own life took their own life yeah um and it's it it made a a a difficult to navigate situation even more difficult yeah because like what can you say now that isn't you know going to be put up against the fact that someone committed suicide right right and it's and in a lot of ways that that made everyone think this could be a second Gamergate mm-hmm. because like you have someone who you know in the public mindset to like shitty alt-right people they think he you know has only been you know judged in the court of public opinion um there is there is uh uh no quote-unquote evidence just hearsay like i'm, I'm speaking from people yeah, that, yeah. that perpetuate These are the things that get said people that perpetuate harassment right that's the mental state they're in and then they see the fact that oh and also the fact that zoe quinn is a well-known person in in this topic in the Mm -hmm. topic of harassment and the topic of gamergate yeah and and so people were accusing them of causing shit basically causing shit and and like you know stirring shit up and just doing it for attention or whatever right and then um you know Alec takes his own life and now we have this situation where people think Zoe caused someone to kill themselves. Right. And so everyone goes on lockdown and it doesn't it doesn't help anything. It doesn't help no. the situation at all and it's 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 a tragic thing that that happened. You know, it's it is. it's yeah, because it's like I no one no one wanted that, right? No one wanted to someone to cause self-harm and also I've been I've been trying to think a lot about like restorative justice. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel I think the New York Times put out uh, this woman um, put out an article about you know restorative justice and how like uh, and what was, like could you define? It, it was that, but it was also like about like call out culture. I'm, I'll have to look up the the thing. Yeah. But it, it was interesting about how like when we call people out for their things, and, and obviously it wasn't. It wasn't about abuse. I, I believe it was specifically about racism and mm. racial harassment. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, how like how do we get someone from like saying something shitty online and calling them out for it to getting them to understand that and trying to trying to you know become t- to learn from it? Right. Because now we right, have a cycle right. of like someone says something shitty, they oh, get well, called no, out. You. They are and that person is done because yeah. they said something shitty once and. Like we've all said shitty things, and obviously this is way far away from like yes. harassment. Yes, 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 yes. But um, but it, it runs because like, you know, Alec was found out from his abuses. All of these things happened to him, mm-hmm. and I, I would imagine. I don't want to speculate too much on this, but I would imagine he probably felt shut off, mm-hmm. and you know, and closed off from the rest of the world. And it's like, well, now the entire world thinks I'm a terrible person. Yeah, and I yeah. um was speaking to a mutual friend of someone who was also on the list of people that were accused and they're like, we're talking to them about like, well, now my career is ruined. People think I'm this horrible human being. What else is there for me than to take my own life? And I think there's, obviously we can all agree that Zoe did not want that to happen. Of course. But like, I'm very, we, we, especially on the internet and online cultures, like there's no way of getting from like person doing a super terrible thing, being held accountable for it 
and becoming better because of that because they get from a to b which is the you know being held accountable and then and then they're like good luck yeah yeah and go then you're, figure and then it you're the canceled fuck out forever sure. and then you got to yeah. figure something out yeah. so i don't know the whole the whole <sighs> situation is 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 terrible uh, right. i hate it yeah and and the thing is like there's i don't know what the no there there's no justice out of that no and no because because the conversation's ended right right the right. conversation's done and and it no this is a conversation that needs to be had like it doesn't matter how difficult it is or how many like landmines you have to avoid like this is a conversation that needs right. to be had on a societal level like i don't yeah it's it's it it fucking sucks but it's necessary i mean that saturday was rough yeah because mm-hmm. it was like a flashbang went off yeah and no one no one no one knew what to do yeah we all we all were just kind of like and i don't know that anybody like knows what to do now but <laughs> no but at least they've had some time to process it in, yeah. in some way i don't know if that's better but i mean yeah it, yeah. it was terrible yeah um and Everyone should read that medium post that Scott wrote. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it it talks about his entire history with Alec and it insightful. It's very insightful to the type of people they both were. Mm-hmm. Um there was also some good write ups. Uh I forget who who else wrote one. Um Albertine Watson wrote one, but her Twitter account's locked now, so you can't really read it. But she talks about uh she's currently working or was currently working with Alec on project potato and how like, you know, violent mood swings and just, um, made her feel less of herself and everything. And, and, and Scott's post talks about how like Alec spent like most of one year, like not contributing much to night in the woods. And the only thing that really kicked him out of his stupor was the fact that Bethany (laughs) made a second Twitter account, thought it was private complained Mm. and bitched out Alec. It wasn't private. Alec read it and then just screenshotted the whole thing, messaged it to Scott and was like, okay. And started working on the game again. Right. And, um, yeah, I mean, there's, yeah, the whole thing sucks. Uh, yeah. Sorry. No, no, no. (laughs) I don't be literally none of this is easy to talk about. Yeah. And we had to get through it. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's and, important that we got through it. Yeah, and there's still and there is still like I I look forward to uh, like seeing something positive come out of this. I look forward to taking part of or taking part in something positive to come out of this. Um, mm. And I know that's like a flowery thing to say now, but it's kind of all we can hope it, for. It's kind of all we can hope for, and like if there is. I look forward to something coming out of this. Yeah. Something good has to come out of this. Well, yeah. Eventually. I think even if it's just the fact that if you hear people coming out and talking about it yes. and you are an abu- someone who's abused, hopefully that sell- says to you, okay, I can say I can speak about, about it, yeah. it publicly. Right. right. Because yeah. so many people are trapped in that weird paranoia. like Which is, which, I mean, speaking of, on like racial issues also like that that exists like there are there reading the way um natalie's story was it was like look 
she was new in the industry. She was in Vancouver. She had visa issues or she had like something to do with her visa where it was like, oh, they hold all the power over me and I, I have no cards to play. So I, I don't know what to do in this type of situation. And I think that at the very least, having a network like you were talking about of like, hey, here is support so that you can talk about these things so that you can come out about with the truth um, is really, really important. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Uh, Nelson, how do I, how do how do I end this? Um, how do I? Should I say the, something positive? No. Should we? No. Okay. Like, we hope that something good will come out of this. Uh, for now, um, we stand with the victims. Mm-hmm. Stand with the abused. Um, I mean, I I feel like if there's anything we can do, I just don't know what that is. Right. I now. mean, obviously, right. like in terms of like self harm. Oh yes, please call the national suicide prevention hotline yeah. um i don't have the number but I, i'm sure we'll put it in the show notes uh yes <laughs> yeah i can do that yes yeah. uh and then also like if you are being abused like please reach out to somebody yeah i'm i'm trying to phrase it in a way that like it, the problem is that like saying reach out to someone like is it, there's no yeah. guarantee there yeah. right like there's right. no yeah. yeah yeah but um I severely brought down the mood in this room. Um, I just thought, yeah, I, I, it's been a difficult topic to talk to people about. Um, Reality can be somber. It's, I think it's you know, and it is what it is. I, true. I, I think a lot of people in this in the in the podcasting space have had mm-hmm. difficulty just talking about it, and yeah. I don't blame them, and yeah. I don't blame anyone that may have not wanted to discuss it. Mm-hmm. Um, or also, like four dudes. Right, four dudes. Yeah, and it's it's Boy. easy to feel a little like, what can I do? You know, like yeah. when you're, I mean, I'm not even directly in the industry in, in any meaningful way. All right, so here here's a good here's a good piece of advice. Um, uh, two Mello said this: you follow ten non cis white males on Twitter. Done that, and and at at the very least, like if you feel like you're powerless or helpless, you can at least get some more diverse perspectives in your life. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I will say that alone has helped me way more understands other perspectives in life and that also comes with its own uh you know can of worms because Mm -hmm. god am i it's very i'm a very empathetic human being and it's very hard for me to hear the the failures of society from so many different people and like try to wrap my head around it um yeah and but yeah i think that's the only like it starts with admitting hey i might be wrong yeah i mm-hmm. might not understand mm-hmm. everything yeah. and not contributing to to hate harassment because like we you know all these people that suffer from the first gamergate don't trust anyone right when they right. saw what happened and they're like i'm i'm going to go yeah i'm going to go because there's nothing there's nothing good for me here right now yeah. Uh because that's usually how it how it goes. But yeah, I I hope I hope this helped someone. I yeah. Bringing this up uh and help bring closure or understanding or perspective to to people. Yeah. yeah. Um I'm not going to do the the usual outro. But this is Nelson. Hi. This is Alex. Hi. This is Joe. Hello. 
And I'm Dylan. And I hope we could help you out.